Ah, uh, hello my friends, hello my life warriors, wherever you are in the world Welcome to the Day In Day Out podcast Woo! Today on episode uh, 144 I was very privileged to have Samantha Pointer Fox on the podcast uh, She is a service Oh, uh, sorry, uh, automated service provider helping services based small businesses owners uh, translate traditional marketing processes into automated processes. Processes, my word, that is a tongue-tied twizzler. Uh, got to say, I had a very enjoyable conversation with her. Uh, yeah, many things were discussed uh, about automation uh, for marketing, uh, about being organized, uh, time management, and basically uh, what she might be planning for the next stage for the new chapter of her business. But yeah, please listen on, have a great day, and yeah, thank you uh, very much for your time and enjoy the show. Haha, peace. Yo. Ah, hello, my friends. Hello, my life warriors, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Day In, Day Out podcast. Woo! Today on episode 144, I am very privileged. Privileged, privileged to have, <laughs> uh, yeah, Samantha Pointer Fox. Uh, she is a automated automation service uh, provider helping serve uh, serve based small businesses owners translate traditional marketing process into automation process automated processes did i get that right i'm just yes. a little bit tongue-tied yeah. <laughs> uh, start off with a tongue twister <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely how are you today my lady i'm doing great i'm doing great Beautiful sunny day and it's warm, so I'm doing great. <laughs> I have to say you are very lucky where you are. As I mentioned before we started this podcast, it has been <laughs> somewhat of a wet day here in the UK. It has been somewhat of a wet month through the oh. whole of like May. <laughs> it's like oh, May. <laughs> well, May, like April, we, it was completely dry, nice, great. And now May has become the new April. So April showers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to ask, like, yeah. How did you get started in what you're doing uh, for a living? And what well, are you doing for a living? Uh, well, I got started many, many months ago. <laughs> like, I originally was a professional organizer, actually. Uh -huh. So I went into people's homes, uh, mostly hoarders, and helped them organize their stuff. <laughs> so giving them the, is it Mary Kondo lifestyle? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> ah. so, so I started that like over 19, 20 years ago. Right. And at, I guess at each decade, I would pivot. And I started doing more like helping uh, my clients organize their digital files as more and more people had computers at home, uh, running their own businesses from home, home offices. I was really into getting people paperless and uh, just organizing those digital files. And I've always been a techie person. So it was like a natural progression into more technology side of stuff people would call me when you know their tech 
was going down or if they had a tech question. So after getting kind of burnt out on the physical organizing side, mm -hmm. I went into just doing digital organizing for people, organizing their cloud stuff. And I met my mentor, uh, Chris L. Davis, I'll say about four years ago and learned more about marketing automation. And I was already kind of doing that, you know, even, you know, helping people with their back end and stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know, back end tech stuff. So I joined this mentorship. And of course, I also say during this time, I started a web design business. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> so I was just doing like a jack of all trades. And about after I met him and learned more about marketing automation and was really interested in marketing in general, because, you know, we all need marketing. We're all marketers as business owners. Um, I just married that together and fully focused now on helping small business owners get their marketing automation information up because I'm finding a lot of business owners are not tech savvy. Uh, if you're running a company, you rarely have time to learn new software. So that's where I come in. I, I make those automated pieces come together for you. So you're not doing stuff manually in your mm -hmm. business. Cause that, that is a time suck when you're doing everything, you're sending out invoices manually, you're following up manually, <laughs> you, you know, all that manual stuff I want to get rid of for for business owners and just connect your back end and start helping you scale your business so you can grow. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine with regards to, uh, we, like it's one of those things when you kind of look at when people start businesses and everything like this, they go, right, I'm starting a business and like they go, I'm going for it. But right. they just simply forget about some of the fundamentals. Like you go, right, Okay, look at any business, like look at a big business or a medium-sized business in your local area. Mm -hmm. What does it come down to? Branding and marketing. And um, many right. people forget about that. Like, mm -hmm. And like, this is the thing. Have you found it a sort of challenge trying to get people educated about, come on now, get the market down? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, especially the more money, if they're already making a good amount of money, it's like, like Eh, why do I need that? Why do I need email? Why do I, you know, or I got social media, you know, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good there, but I'm like, Hey, do you got a website? Do you have, do you own your own leads? No, it's all on Facebook. It's all on Instagram. Well, guess what? If they go away, you don't have a business. Yeah, no, that is a very important fact because like the whole thing is, I think a lot of people these days are just building on rented land so yeah. it's like right I've got like as you said it's on Facebook it's on Instagram it's mm -hmm. like yeah I've got a YouTube channel but none of that information is truly yours Not, like, right you can't follow up with nobody <laughs> oh, absolutely absolutely yeah and I think COVID you know happening last year showed a lot of even brick and mortar businesses hey, I need a digital presence online. I need another way to reach out to customers if they can't come in, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think everybody was scrambling to get online and then get up to speed of how does that look? How does that work, you know? And 
how do I reach my customers now? Oh, I haven't been collecting nothing, <laughs> you uh, know? Yeah, that, that must be painful because, okay, with like with regards to say the last year and a bit where mm -hmm. like now here in the UK, it seems like it looks like the lights at the end of the tunnel and over in the right. States, it looks like yeah. the lights on the, out like at the end of the tunnel. They're slowly um, opening back up and yeah. <laughs> yep. So like, did you, like being doing what you're doing, you must have had a sort of explosion of growth. Am I right about that or am I wrong? What did you sort of find were the sort of greatest things? What I definitely had more people come to me last year. Mm. Definitely. Uh, and some of the people who before was like, oh, I don't need, I'm good. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely saw more people wanting to really, you know, get their email list set up, uh, get that new product out, um, start a lot of these Zoom meetings, even uh, for um, one national organization I'm a part of, they had to take everything online, the conference and everything. So now they're just now, they went from just using Zoom yeah. just as a meeting to, oh, how do we stream that to Facebook now? How do we get interaction? How do we set this up ongoing? So there was a lot of that new clientele that way of, you know, having to get people up to speed on the tech without it being so overwhelming that they couldn't keep it going themselves. Mm. Like, did you find there was sort of like, you're like leading the game, like you're giving out that, like you're the coach, right? Hey yeah. coach, you're, hey coach. But was there anything what sort of surprised you when like, yeah, the big pandemic hit? Um, mostly how even businesses that are making a good amount of money mm. are not disorganized. I mean, well, they are disorganized. They don't like their processes, business processes, none of that is documented. It's usually just all in the owner's head. <laughs> so uh, that's not a good thing. Like how, how much of that was going on and, and how many businesses weren't tracking, yeah. tracking analytics, anything. So they don't know what's coming from where, how did I get this, you know? So that was a bit surprising to, to me of, yeah, you can make a lot of money, but you could have made more, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. And like, this is the thing when you say they're not putting down processes, like I, um, I had a manage, like a, my manager many years ago when I used to work in satellite communications, his name was Gregor. And I like basically, mm -hmm. he used to get through this. He goes, yeah, he, and this might sound a little bit dark. It's like, yeah. He goes, yeah, if you were hit by a bus, Tomorrow, not that I want you to get hit by a bus. If you were hit by a bus tomorrow, how do I know what you do or how you do it or anything like this? Right. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, going, yeah, that sort of hit by the bus principle has always sat with me. And I don't know why people don't actually think that way. Like, it might be sounding a little bit dark, but it can happen. It, exactly. It, people just jump into business and usually when you're, when you know the clients come in and it starts to explode that train is moving <laughs> so now it's, it's it's hard i guess you know to think of all those things mm. uh, another reason why i'm so 
onto getting those business processes down is it helps you to hire, to outsource, because you're not having to train them mm. over and over every time you bring in a new person. If, if you have these processes already down, if you already have them stored somewhere, if you're updating them, uh, it saves you money because since I know what I'm doing in my business and what I need to accomplish this goal, I'm not just buying any tech thing that comes down the pipe. So it informs your decisions. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I see. What do you think is like what do you think is the sort of biggest sort of common thing you always run across with many of these businesses or which you're helping like get their like get their house in order as you as they say? Um really the email thing. Um they're either they have a list, but they're not sending to them, mm. or if they are sending to them, they're sending to everybody. Ah. And so there's no segmentation. There's no, I'm sending what people want to hear to their specific, you know, there's no segmentation, which all segmentation is, is basically what that person's interest is mm -hmm. and what they want to hear from your company. So every, most people I've had just have one big list and it might be a huge list, but again, it's dormant. So <laughs> it's like, what, how, how can we utilize this? We got to clean this list up. We got to mm. get people segmented in the right places. So you can start sending out on-time messages, whether it's for your product or service or whatever. So you're just not sending messages willy nilly. Cause not, even if I bought from you, I might not want your newsletter, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I do want to hear about your sale or I do want to hear about the thing I bought from you, you know? Mm. So. Yep. So like, this is the thing. It's very interesting that you mention email and like, this is the thing, because if you listen to the sort of general consensus of whatever comes up before a YouTube video, you might be watching or mm -hmm. like, yeah. A, a simple search on LinkedIn or like on the web. It's all about social media, this social media, right? That. Know the value of social media. But when you go email less, what is like if I was a company, a business, or just starting out, what would you say like the value of each sort of email address would be for an individual or a company? To me, your email list you know, they say the money's in the list. It's because you get to nurture, mm. you get to nurture. Social media is quick. So, yeah. and it's usually cold. So the person doesn't know you, they don't know anything about you. They just saw an ad pop up or, you know, whatever you post out there, but they don't know you and they really don't trust you because anybody can be anybody on social media. Right. Mm. Uh, so your email list is where you get a chance to fully explain who you are, what you do, how you can help them and really educate them on your product, educate them on your service. And yes, it's a slower process, but it's a more profitable one because it's long-term. It's just not the quick hit, you know, it's long-term because once they do become a customer or a client, you can continue to send them and sell them on the next thing or upsell them on the next thing or, 
you, you know, it's, it's a relationship. So you're continuing to build the relationship. And that's all email is to me is a really great relationship builder where I'm able to educate you. I'm able to learn more about your needs and what you're wanting to hear from me and provide that to you. Mm, yeah, I hear that. Like basically relationship building community and like, yeah, working on that. And like, this is the thing, like, I don't know, like, I would say when you say a lot of lists are passive and mm-hmm. I don't think there is a, like a lot, I think many people don't actually think about the list they truly build and sort of like put in sort of subcategories, say it was right. like, you get like email addresses where it's just a landing page, but mm-hmm. you're getting an email address, which is connected to particular articles or whatnot. Right, right. I, I, I don't know how active people like sort of play that game. It, like, There's no strategy. There's uh, no strategy behind it. So, you know, people have the contact form on their website mm. that just puts them on the list, but you're not giving them anything specific or um, it, it all starts with strategy. So mm. I don't want nobody on my list just to say I have a big list. I want you on my list because I eventually want you to become my customer, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and so if you go in with that mindset, you're going to be more strategic about what you're putting out there, why you're putting it out there and the pathway to get there. So I, I usually for my clients set up at least two lists. You should have a main list and your customer list. Um, and so everybody goes on to the main list and then branch out to a customer list but then you also might have a webinar list you might have a podcast list because your podcast listeners might have different needs than from just somebody who just happens across your website you you see what i'm saying yeah so you you really want to begin the segmentation there at kind of just some broader things and and really be strategic and there's so much technology out there to help, you know, oh, this makes it easy. Just get a MailChimp account, just do this, da, 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 da. But you really need to sit down and think about what what do I want to offer? Yeah. And how do I want to get people to that eventual offer? So it starts with my lead magnet. Then what's the next thing? Then what's the next thing? So everything should connect. Everything should flow nicely together to the ultimate step which is to make the sale Mm. and then to turn them into repeat customers and all that can happen in your email list yeah it how can i play like i think some people just like think it's just yeah you mentioned mailchimp and that's like yeah the sort of tools which are out there which Mm -hmm. let's say it's made things a hell of a lot easier because it's like okay mailchimp yeah you got that um, like uh, Squarespace, Wix to get your website if you want mm-hmm. to. Like you can basically get a business type situation up and running quickly. Yes, um, and fairly, I would say, not overly expensive, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But when you don't like putting all that together, as you say, without a strategy, it's not the best way. Well, it's not going to. it's not sustainable yeah so once you hit a certain number of 
of people, even on an email list, once you hit a certain number, many people find themselves scrambling like, oh, I need a different email too. <laughs> now mm. I got to move all these people from here to here. You, you see what I'm saying? And then it becomes much more complicated. Yeah. Or, you know, stuff starts breaking because what you started in wasn't built to handle <laughs> what what happened quickly for you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's why you have to start with that strategy first and consider all the scenarios. And, you know, business owners typically, you know, that's not the fun, sexy part of business. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're like, I, I like to skip past that, but it's so crucial. <laughs> I can see it now. Fun and sexy email lists. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, do you like this email list? Is it really hitting the like points you want? It's like, uh, um, not really. No. Like, so when you like when you go in, like you're asked to come in, you mention the email list, you talk about social media. Like when like what would you say for a sort of typical business? these should be like, this should be your foundation. What is your, like, what would you normally say to someone? Usually when I go in for the strategy part, I, I assess what they have first. Mm. Like what technology do we have? Okay. What gaps are we missing? And then I help them identify what's one thing you're wanting to accomplish. Like, is it to sell this particular program? Great what do you need for that at the bare minimum every business should have a way to capture leads a way to nurture those leads and a way to you know process payment and deliver your product mm. so you need a website it doesn't even have to be a full website it could be landing pages like a series of landing pages to your lead magnet offer sales page whatever but you need your home base you need something you own and then you need uh, an email marketing system, whether that's MailChimp or Active Campaign. I use Active Campaign because it's just m much more robust and much more what you can do. There's so much more you can do with that, especially with segmentation and automating things. So you you need a way besides your just regular Gmail account to send out and nurture the people on your list. You need mm. a, a way to to collect that um, and you need a contact records management to hold information. So like with active campaign, that's built in. So, you know, I got two tools in one mm. and then, and then you need a way to, at, you know, to capture data, whether that's Google analytics, which is free <laughs> or some other analytic service, but Google analytics is pretty easy to at least plunk on there and start drawing out data so you can make informed decisions on your campaigns, on your emails that you're sending out, on your products, on your social media posts that you're sending out. Mm. Uh, th those are kind of some foundational pieces you want. You want your home base. You want a way to co collect leads and send out information and you want a way to track and look at the data. Uh, of everything that you're doing. 
Mm, no, I and hate. document and a place to document, which can just be a pen and pad if that's what it needs to be, or Evernote or something like that. You got to capture those processes down out of your head, <laughs> so you and get down. What do I do every day? What what do I do every day to get a customer and then to service that customer? What does that whole process look like? So. <laughs> you know what i just listened to you talk and like everything you're giving out the information like i love it but like this is the thing that like one thing what sort of comes to my mind is now with some like with some of the antics you most already seen over the course of the years what has been your shake your head moment like, mm -mm -mm. <laughs> what was shake your head moments have come up which you've like looked at and gone Mom, mm -mm -mm. why? Why, child? Why? <laughs> huh. mm. There has been. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 I would say, well, one thing is when people like a lot of businesses they do networking especially like these local businesses they do a lot of networking and so you get the business card right you exchange yeah. business cards it's great and they automatically put them on their list on their email list you have not asked permission yeah they don't even know they're going on your list and then you just start emailing them from that like that is such a no-no <laughs> like that'll get you in email jail <laughs> like, that is spam like you can't do that just because somebody gave you their card you there's all type of consent you can't do that <laughs> so th that's a big offender like a lot of people do that and um another you know i'm big on nurturing through email is just this blind hop in my dms and pitch me and i don't know you <laughs> <laughs> or you just friend requested and i don't know you but you're pitching me your service like don't do that yeah. <laughs> i don't know who that's working for but don't do that <laughs> uh, I uh -huh, that's a classic because like one of the things like if i'm on linkedin and i'm looking for people to come on my podcast i will send mm -hmm. a connection with right. like, the blurb like um, this is like the reason why i'm getting in contact with you i'm a random right. stranger to you right uh, yeah but it's like okay but what i dislike is when someone like sends a connection and like they don't put anything there you're like um, okay like i accept it and the, like, as soon as you accept, it, like uh, the fastest I've ever had someone like literally pounce on me, <laughs> it, it wasn't even it wasn't even two minutes. Like, pow! <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow! I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Just, uh, I, didn't see it coming. <laughs> I hate that. Or, or or when they do that, and what they do say. If they had just read your bio, they, yeah. they would have known their answer. I'm like, okay, you didn't even read, so no. <laughs> uh, or the classic one, they'll 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 send you the uh, all their blurb, but which has been copied and paste, but they right. the name wrong, and you're like, I'm oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> like you're saying they're like, okay, <laughs> you had you had to just get one 
being right. It's not Samantha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mental. Yeah, you, you gotta have relationship. You just you can't skip over that like it's mm. got to come from a sincere place however you get in touch with people um i i personally also don't like ugly websites with just 10 billion pictures but no information because you can have an ugly website but it needs to have the information people came to get mm. <laughs> and m- most people they 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 when they put up a site, it's to their liking. And I always ask them, are you your customer? Are you going to pay yourself? Mm. No, then nobody cares what you like. <laughs> you got to design for what your ideal client, who you're wanting to buy from you, you got to get in their shoes. Yeah, no, like this, this is food for thought for me. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> that's how, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to my website, people. Not yet. There's a mm. sitting there like a. Do you have a call to action on there at least? <laughs> because that's a big offender. If there's no call to action, I land on your site. What do you want me to do? Mm. Do you want me to call you? Do you want me to contact you to be on your podcast? What do you want me to do? If I get on there and I just see a bunch of pretty pictures in your bio. <laughs> okay that's great i learned a lot but what do you want me to do yeah yeah <laughs> you gotta tell people what you want me to do yeah. i want you to call me i want you to book i want you to book a call with me i want you to uh, apply to be on my podcast that that needs to be in the top no call to action i hear you i hear you because like this is the thing when you say call to action like i think well here in the UK, I think it's a case of sometimes like people don't want to be overly pushy, but I like I can't say it's just a UK thing. I, mm-hmm. I say that because I'm freshly in it. And the right. reason why I don't like sort of make that automatic assumption is because America being a larger market, if you get what mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah, a lot yeah. more people like, hey, hey, but <laughs> that's the sort of what competing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the top sort of 1%, if you get what I mean, top 10%. Mm -hmm. But there is a larger pool of people which are like, I don't really want to be pushy. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm no good at this. And you're like, like you're sweet and all, but you're not going to get seen, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a, a mental shift because... You know, I used to be like that, like, I don't, I don't want to bother nobody, but, <laughs> but that's why you're in business to make sales and you're not bothering them. If you're really providing a solution that they've been looking for, there are people out there who are looking for the thing you have. Mm. They might be praying, crying about it. Can't sleep at night, really searching for it. And you have that. So it would be rude for you not to share that and make them hunt all over your site to get to that yeah you know? so you're providing a service just like sharing with a friend like hey i ate here and i loved it you should check it out you know yeah you don't have to be just rah rah in people's face it's just subtlety but definitely tell people what you want them to do on your on your site and even in your social media posts you should always have a call to action um 
we've been motivated to death. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it, you know, link me to something, even if it's to link me to other articles you've written, something that you enjoy, you know, what's the call to action? Hey, the call to action is I want you to read this article because I found it interesting and da 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 da. Call to action. I'm not selling you anything. I'm just sharing something that I found helpful that I think you'll find helpful. And then in between that, you sprinkle your main offer that you're wanting people to get to. So, yeah, no, yeah, but it, it's definitely a mindset shift. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like call to action, getting people going, like going, right. Let's mm-hmm. move this forward. Like it is, it still always surprises me when people like go, okay, you know what? And I'd say it's more been more so highlighted now where people have had a lot of time to sort of think about which sort of which, which direction their lives are going in and stuff right. like this. And like they go, okay, yeah, I want to start a business, I want to do this, but like they don't seem to look at the sort of roadmap of other people which have gone before them. It's like, it's like you're like going, right, this person has been successful. They do a very similar thing to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Why are you not studying every sort of facet of what that person's done to sort of like push themselves forward? You right. Know? Some people, it, it's because they're seeing, it might make them feel inferior. Mm. So instead of seeing that person doing great and seeing it as hey that's what I could be I can do that this person is showing me I can do that and uh, they're taking it more in as oh they're (laughs) way ahead of me and I can't and then you're just all in your feelings (laughs) (laughs) I I love that saying you're all in your feelings (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's like oh oh they they got another customer great you know (laughs) but they're showing you what's possible so you should be studying what they're doing you mm. should be showing up where they're showing up because hey there's enough for everybody out here <laughs> yeah yeah like this is thing like it's like you go okay yeah they like they might be ultra successful now but you know what that game wasn't how it was exactly always. they um, didn't see the years before that the the hits and misses the you know what I'm saying? We we always, again, with social media, we always come in on the highlight. Right. <laughs> yeah. real. We, we don't see the, the, the low, low, low no, no. point. Yeah. The hours they spent, what they lost in between while they were building the business. You know, we don't see none of that. And I think, you know, I, I appreciate when I see business owners and entrepreneurs sharing, mm. like, their beginnings, like, this was me years ago and this was my first video and it sucked yeah now i have this fancy production but you see this is the progression and so (laughs) you know i i appreciate those type of vulnerable open because that shows the real path and not this fairy tale path of you just wake up and you got a billion followers and now you're flowing in money (laughs) you know (laughs) not how that works (laughs) 
for, for the majority. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I think also with regards to people getting caught up in the emotional side of things, like, would you say, like, you helping people, like, over, tw- like, 20 years ago, like, sort of, uh, like, with, like, sort of reducing the product, like, the, well, the clutter in their houses, would you say that sort of helped you with the sort of, like, you know, I mean, the emotional side of things with that? It definitely did because as an organizer, you was also therapists, mm. you know, because you was having people think through, why am I keeping this? Yeah. Your world will not collapse if you get rid of that, <laughs> you know, it, you know, and just listening to them, let them talk through stuff. So that's definitely helped now, not mm. only with just how I think when I'm organizing your processes and and we're coming up with strategy for your campaigns and stuff but just the whole psychological piece like I help I like to think I help you think through <laughs> you know the different <laughs> scenarios and like okay let's be real is that how that's gonna go or you know like I said when you know people are like kind of fighting me with they they can't they get super obsessed with how their website looks instead mm. of just launching and getting on with it and seeing if it works or not <laughs> so we can get some data they're still caught up on color and this that and the third you know just mm. having to step in and be like no let's step back like for real <laughs> you know and bringing those hard truths out it you do play therapist too <laughs> It's like, can I, can I have a hug, please? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, no, you can't have a hug. Sort it out. <laughs> I really need that hug. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So with like, with what you're doing right now, like, is there like a plan for the next, say, six months, 12 months, 18 months? It, what is sort of like your plans like going forward from like this light at the tunnel moment at the end of the tunnel moment after COVID. Mm. (laughs) For me, I just really want to help more businesses get that marketing automated, get their Mm. marketing and sales systems up and running, get it automated. Um, I take people through at least two phases. Uh, It's actually a three phase, but the third phase is more maintenance. But I take them through strategy first. Then Uh we get to, I do the building for you because as the business owner, that's not something you should be doing. You shouldn't be building your own stuff. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You're going to have a general overview of how it should look and how it should work. But you need to do what you're good at, which is whatever service or product you're providing. You you don't have time to be now the technology officer too, you know? Mm. So I, I, I build that out for them and then I help them maintain it if they want to go that third step. So like that is what I'm focused on uh, for the coming year is just, getting more businesses. I'm in the process of becoming a certified automation service provider through my mentor. Uh, he just kicked off his uh, certification program uh, 
at the end of last year to get more of us out there helping these businesses because it's there's such a huge need mm. for businesses like you have your digital marketer who will you know put some marketing stuff together but as an automation service provider i can kick that up a notch and really put those systems in place that'll grow with you and your company so that is my plan going forward this year and you know especially uh i i you know there's something there's always going to be something coming down the pike the next pandemic the next this so you don't want your business caught <laughs> like a lot of businesses were caught last year with their pants down you know yep. <laughs> you want to be ready and this is the time <laughs> to be ready while we're you know we're easing back into things it's kind of slower Mm. So this is the time to get all that, to get this, this foundation in place, um, to take this time, because once everything is open back up and people get back to how they were, it's going to ramp up again. And you're going to find it harder and make the excuse for why your business can't get automated right now. Cause I just mm. don't have time to learn that. I don't have time to make these decisions, but so this is the time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. This is the time. Like, I am curious, like with, like, with regards to yourself, like your sort of journey, your sort of journey into business, your unique journey into business, mm -hmm. what would you say were, like, what was like one of the most challenging points in your business and one of the most, how can I say, um, glorious points in your business? Uh, the most challenging, I've had a couple of spots here, like 2016, um, my mother had gotten really sick and mm. I was going through a divorce at that time and I had little kids, but because my business was automated, my business didn't stop. It was able to carry on while I handled everything. Mm. And then, uh, Again, I would say about two years ago, about two or three years ago, um, we had to move out of one house quickly. And again, because everything was automated, I was able to do what I needed to do and focus on what I need to focus on without my business dropping, without mm. it shutting down, without me, anybody knowing what's going on in my personal life that's the beauty of of that uh the most glorious times has been i would say this past year like mm. last year was not a terrible year to me yeah it was challenging being in and stuff but i had more clientele i had more people more people finally started taking you know now you want to hear what i have to say <laughs> so uh that that has been and it's just continued like as more and more people are either starting businesses now or you know they like working from home and want to do more of that and don't want to go back in you know and <laughs> <laughs> get this you know it's it's been nice being able to provide that knowledge and help these uh businesses like grow and take their business to the next level even the ones that have been doing really good i mean i have one uh client that 
is in my i mean she does what i do basically yeah but she doesn't have time to do it for her own business so it's like the cobbler needs shoes because she's grown so much so i'm able to implement what she does for her clients for her so her still look like if she had the time to do it herself she could do it for you you know what i'm saying because when you grow with a team you don't have i found it's just like that hairdresser whose hair isn't done because they're so busy doing everybody's hair yeah <laughs> you know so they have to find time to go to somebody to do their hair <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah 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 same yeah. concept okay. uh, like yeah so with that like do you, have you built a team yourself because it's one of those things when you have automated processes in play but right. if you want to upscale you need a team. right now i have not built a big team i do have a va mm-hmm. uh who handles like my admin stuff my social media stuff because i had to get out of that and then you know i have my daughter <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm a child you right (laughs) who's in high school and you know uh we're actually talking with some of her other high school buddies who are looking for you know hey you got something for us to do during the summer Mm -hmm. to put on our college resumes i'm like i have plenty of stuff for you to do uh but i think going forward as i get more clientele i will have more implementers like me Mm. actually do the building uh because right now i keep it at a cap of how many people i'm going to work with a month or whatever so i don't get burnt out and so i don't start turning out crazy stuff you know i hear that i hear that yeah because one of the things i often see when like when people are doing their own business like they start out i'm a i'm a one-man band doing it all like I'm wearing many hats and like trying to let go of that sort of control because it's my baby. Don't right. Come it's, with it's my hard. baby. <laughs> I, I'll punch you if you come to <laughs> my baby. And like you go, right. Everything's going so well. And like, you know what I mean? They're, they're killing it. But it mm-hmm. comes to a point where it's like, okay, the business sort of like, grows as far as it can go right right anything more falls apart so it just stays at that one level and you're like okay start bringing in people and look i know with the power of automation it's like in my mind i always see it as it's the power of helping you save time and with that and the power of building a team it's about yes saving time taking Mm -hmm. like where you can focus as the business owner on other things but other things you can just put to the side there's Mm -hmm. this youtuber called ali abdal he's like a productivity sort of youtuber and -hmm. like one of the things he's like basically based here in the uk in cambridge like he's a former doctor but one of the things he goes it goes right if there's anything which he goes like his time and money goes if it costs 20 pounds an hour mm-hmm. i outsource that to someone else because mm-hmm. i can be making far more money doing exactly 
And yeah, you must like, do you run into that a lot, like in other people or like, is it something you still experience within yourself as well? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, I'll definitely say years ago, I was not interested in, I, I thought I had to do everything. Yeah. Hey, nobody can do it like me, you know? <laughs> uh, but as, you know, as I had mentorship and coaches and seeing other business, there are certain monthly money levels you're just not going to see by yourself. Mm. You cannot see that by yourself or, or unless you want to kill yourself and then all that money is spent on hospital bills or you're not here to enjoy it. So like, what's that point, you know? So, um, and as far as my clientele, definitely I've seen the whole, I, you know, me, 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 I got to do it. Mm. I, I got to control it. Or I would love to outsource that, but again, everything's in my head and I'd have to take time to show them and da, da, mm. da, you know, and that's why I'm like, get all that out of your head, get it on paper, get it in a video walkthrough, whatever. So you can just hand it over and anybody can pick it up. You know, anybody can pick it up. Um, that one client who I'm helping her stuff, she had to see a certain money level. Yeah. She ended up in a two month period hiring like five people, you know, just to get, because she realized it can't all be on me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't be doing all this. I got to have people doing different jobs and, mm -hmm. you know, and again, if you, if you have those processes documented, you can save time by not um, having people do the wrong job because that can cost you too. You might be outsourcing, but maybe you have your VA trying to be the technology officer, you know, yeah. or he, or the or the VA be the operations manager. Like that that don't work, you know. So, and that's what happens when you don't have things written down or mapped out. Mm. It's Fusion, you just dump on who whatever body's there like hey just make this happen and that ends up wasting even more time so uh you do get a lot of that relinquishing control relinquishing micromanaging so your business can grow and you as the ceo have more time to do what you're good at what you love which is being a visionary mm -hmm. <laughs> which is, you might be great at bringing in the sales so that gives you more time to do that instead of doing what one market I heard say, put the pickles on the bun, <laughs> you know? Pickles on the bun. <laughs> you are full of metaphors. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't put a good metaphor into a sentence, it's not working. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. So with, like, with, like, obviously you're a good, you're a great communicator and all that. Uh, like, how do you, oh, like, it's true though, it's true. <laughs> so how do you get your sort of message out there to like, you know, let the people know, you know, I mean, this is me and how, you know what I mean? Like, I help, I can help with your business. How, how do you do this? Uh, social media. 
being on podcast. Uh, I, I can tell you, I have not been the best at that because I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. So I would hide behind the computer <laughs> in the background. But one of my coaches like, hey, you got to stop being the best kept secret. You got to get out there. Uh, so it's a lot of word of mouth. It's a lot of uh, doing more. Like this year, I'm trying to concentrate more on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So I want to do more video content, just educating people on LinkedIn, you, you know, because that that's something easy you can do. And then of course you can put it on YouTube and you, you know, I, I like to repurpose stuff. I, I blog, I have a blog. Uh, I have a podcast, although I don't, haven't been super consistent with it, you know, oh, <laughs> because there was no strategy behind it when I launched it so many years ago. It was just like, oh, everybody got a podcast. Let me have a podcast. Cause I like the <laughs> You, you know, again, that's one of those things when you don't have a strategy behind it, it's easy for it to kind of lay dormant. <laughs> I, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, because like I was looking at your like YouTube page earlier today and I was like, oh, like, like I'm going to say it, but it's like, yeah, like the last video was about a year ago. Yeah, uh, when I, I was doing Facebook Lives. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like this is a thing. Like at this present time, look, I would like people like go, oh, YouTube is super saturated. Oh, this like doing podcasts is super saturated. It's like no, but like the whole thing is like, yeah, you your communication style, getting in contact with people which need to know this because if they really want their businesses to take off, automation, like well. Automation is key to helping you with your time management and basically most already your, your general sanity when you're in the world of business, like starting out by yourself. Woo, it ain't easy. It ain't right, easy. Right. Uh, getting that message out, I think we're like using the medium of, yeah, Facebook, video, YouTube, that type of thing. And like, yeah, podcast. I really, I really want to which is this year, I I actually have mapped out a strategy. Okay, <laughs> so okay. For this, I, I really, I have so much content that isn't up anywhere. Ah. Um, and again, having the VA go through and, you know, put some stuff together. I, I really want to utilize YouTube more. Mm. Uh, because I go to YouTube all the time, every day, actually, and watch loads of stuff on different topics I'm interested in. And so I'm like, that's a great platform to get my newer stuff out. You, mm. you know, again, even though the stuff that's on there now is still relevant, I have even newer stuff. <laughs> all right. And, and I want to again now that i have a better strategy mm-hmm. I, there's some stuff you got to rework on youtube right you got to have those descriptions right you got to have da-da-da-da-da. you know so uh just being more intentional about that intentional about getting out content on linkedin being more um i i guess i would say about a year and a half ago i had a private facebook group and i went live in there all the time that's why you don't see 
the content there's content but it was in the private facebook group but again it was full of the wrong people the wrong audience ah so it was kind of like falling on deaf ears of people who really didn't have a business or <laughs> you know didn't have a real business they yeah. kind of had a like side hobby hustle whatever so they didn't really have aspirations to like yeah i want to make money at this and provide a living so mm -hmm. i ended up closing that down and as i'm more over in the marketing automation side i'm like i'm basically in a rebrand again like reintroducing myself this who mm. i am this uh you know again that's why i got on the podcast because i'm like hey <laughs> people gotta know here i am <laughs> you know yeah indeed indeed like getting out there doing the podcast look um as things are starting to reopen in well here over in the united states as well um oh, like uh was it gary v yeah it was gary v's book he was like he had like uh there was a guy who what like became the sort of quote unquote the king of linkedin mm -hmm. where he basically sort of organized like sort of linkedin sort of meetup not oh parties, yeah yeah like meetup events so it's like yeah so basically, yeah, everyone met up and then he would sort of like do things there. Didn't sort of do business directly, but he, right. he was providing that sort of, yeah, people to meet up, talk, connect. Mm -hmm. Because let's let's be honest, um, you can connect with a million one people uh, in this day and age. But the whole point is you don't really have a real connection until you have a real good conversation with them. Right. Because, like, look, I've... Uh, is it the right people? You well, know? yeah. <laughs> well, is it the right people? Like, because I podcast and stuff like this, some of the people I, like, especially over the last 18 months, it's mm -hmm. been, like, down to connections with podcasting. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's the people I want to talk to and have that, right. all that communication with. So, yeah. But if you looked at my LinkedIn profile with regards to just sort of like the every sort of day sort of yeah nine to five work situation mm -hmm. yeah like yeah like i won't i won't lie there was a many a year where it was like just spray and pray and you don't know what you don't know so <laughs> absolutely and you're kind of like oh, oh okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so to say like I'm, I can't even remember how many my number is, but it's like, yeah, it's it's X, but I'm only going to get maybe Y to be like, okay, right. I know you and like mm -hmm. stuff like this. And with regards to the sort of quality of that Y, right. it's, it, I'm not going to say it's going to be the best or not the best, but I, it's a case of you don't really know until you know, if you get what I mean. Right. Right. Until you know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so do you think you're like because you're doing like you've got a plan in place is like sort of running your own events say sometime in the future going to be in that plan or whatnot yeah i'll tell you before i'll say even two years ago locally yeah uh, one of my coaches, she would do uh, like a two-day conference 
and I would be a speaker at that conference. Oh. Uh, and then before that, she used to do a retreat and I would be a speaker at that retreat. But then everything got shut down uh, because we had actually had plans to like do once a year, do these, you know, conferences, like bring your laptops mm. bring your, and let's get some of these foundations in place kind of work deals going on. Um, and then I even thought about even doing that, you know, on a quarterly basis, maybe yeah. uh, having a bunch of business owners come <clears throat> in, you know, bring your laptops, let's have a working session together. And that's not off the table. <laughs> I, I, I'll say that. Uh Probably, I don't know if it might be next year, maybe when everybody's fully vaccinated, still kind of wonky where I'm at. Like some places, yeah, they're fully open, but you know, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I'm fully vaccinated, but again, people are whatever. So, you know, I, you don't, you don't know. So, um, but that I, I would be open to in-person events because even before when I was just organizing people's digital workspaces and, you know, did cloud, I would do uh, in-person workshops where I'd show them how to do Evernote or show them how to use a certain uh, tech tool, you know, yeah. and I would run that it'd be like a four hour workshop and I walked them through everything, you, you know? Uh, so that that's definitely, you know, it, it's not off the table, but again, uh, it would have to make money sense <laughs> no, no, <I> <laughs> and, and finding the space, you know, because space is kind of hard to find that is at a reasonable price without it being ridiculously high here in Nashville. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Nashville is like when I hear Nashville, Tennessee, like the first thing what comes into mind is country music when yeah. I hear Nashville. And so, like, basically, I, I'm only like, this is my sort of assumptions. It's like, I imagine that city, your city, is a city which it, like, when it's up and running, is quite active sort of like maybe five days out of the week or maybe seven days out of the week it's very packed like before covid we we have all genre music here oh yeah and then we have you know the predators and the titans all these professional sports here too um but our nashville before covid hit was the top destination for bachelorette parties. Okay, wow. So there's every freaking day there's a bachelorette party toiling through downtown, like, loudly. And, and that was surprising to me because I was born and raised here. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> Just like girls in limousines going, woo! Yes, <laughs> double-decker party buses and, you know, the, the pedal, beer pedal things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, what are you guys doing? Right. <laughs> it's looking like, huh. <laughs> it will, it'll probably be that again because they just opened downtown with no restrictions now. So yeah. people will have been clamoring to get back down there from all over. Uh-huh. Like people swarm on downtown. <laughs> yeah it's like yeah 
Are you kind of looking forward to downtown being back open again? Or are you like kind of like, I, I preferred it when it was a little bit more quiet. <laughs> I prefer when it's quieter because I can actually <laughs> get through there. <laughs> when it's crowded, I'm like, <laughs> Stay away from me. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to go home. Right. <laughs> put my feet up. Have a nice cup of hot, like mint tea or whatnot. Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you crazy fools going, woo! No, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. No, no. <laughs> yeah, like, I have to say, look, you need to get back on that YouTube lifetime lifestyle and like when you're talking about like helping people use apps like Evernote and stuff like this I know you did a four hour like you mentioned four hour seminar but like you know what I mean if you could just teach people the little basics on a YouTube video here right. there and there uh just tutorials just like yeah light stuff and like right. I think people Nothing like hey, and why they need it absolutely why they need it yeah because like this is the thing, I think over the next five years, possibly the next 10 years, that there is going to be like the fundamental shift which is going to happen. People don't realize, might, some people might realize it, but I think most people don't, that people like when, like after it sort of calms down and we're truly on the other side, there are mm -hmm. going to be a large shift and migration of people doing different jobs or moving from different places. Like exactly. some people have done it early but most people are going to be like yeah okay i've got a little mm -hmm. bit and i'm a little bit financially secure i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and when people go ah oh, if they're going to do it they're going to they would have done it now no not necessarily when you've like when you've got one two three four all the bills on the earth coming at you like exactly. the door, you can't <laughs> I, i'm like yeah let's just say the job market over the last year and a bit has not been the most secure anywhere in the globe so you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> so you're like on anywhere so you can't really say that and i think people are going to exactly. start making that shift i think you're going to get people doing sort of things part-time now but mm -hmm. get fully into it in like in no time at all and you and you really want to put these foundations in place as early as possible mm. More stuff you have, the more data you have, yeah. <laughs> the longer of a process, you know, to untangle everything. <laughs> I have to ask, like, there's one, like, one thing, uh, one of the last things I will ask before I let you free out there into the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, you had to help people clear up their sort of data, sort of, and everything like this. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, with that, what was the worst email account you ever saw for number? Hmm. One thousand, two thousand, three, four. I would have to say my own. <laughs> <laughs> But that's my personal email. <laughs> <laughs> I clear up everyone's data. Yes, I got right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my email. I, think I did a blog post on that when I went through my own emails, and like I had like thirteen thousand unread. You know, that's because I scanned through everything. I don't have to click on it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but again, that's my personal email, the personal Gmail. That wasn't my company account. Okay. I've actually just like revamped my uh, email list. Like mm. I got rid of a lot. Like I went in there and just slashed it down to a hundred folks, you know, that I that I could see were taking action and doing stuff. Mm. So I properly do what I'm having other people do. Uh, sometimes you, especially when you rebrand, you might have to get rid of the list and start anew. So, yeah. Well, like this is the thing, there's no point in having a list of 10,000 if only a hundred people are doing stuff, you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it hurts your deliverability when you have a huge list and only mm. say a hundred people are opening, you're going to end up in spam because they're going to be like, Oh, you got this huge list, but nobody really cares what you're talking about. So, <laughs> <laughs> you might want to clean that list up. <laughs> yeah. Get out of being all in your feelings as they say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> get out of your feelings. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, dear me. Uh, now I have to ask, like, this is, completely out of left field now if you like if you could have one of your favorite films okay mm -hmm. remade okay mm -hmm. the whole cast of this film are muppets except one person who's a real actor a real life actor which film would that be <laughs> probably what's love got to do with it <laughs> <laughs> okay who would be the real life who would be the live actor well of course uh uh angela <laughs> yeah yeah angela <laughs> yeah and the rest Muppets. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. Okay, I can see. I, I'm gonna have to rewatch that now. Yeah. <laughs> rewatch that with in mind the puppets. Everybody puppets except for Tina. <laughs> oh, oh my lord, no. Ike as a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Like I can just see like yeah, a Muppet Ike coming through, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think the story would have been totally different. Now I've got to say <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> gonna leave this and go watch that <laughs> well yeah well, like this is the thing i think it's gonna be like when i watch that it's gonna be quite disturbing because well, ah, no. <laughs> imagine them as muppets imagine them as muppets <laughs> 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 that's, that's some dark tea <laughs> i have to say yeah can you tell the lovely people how they can reach you how they can get hold of you on these worldwide webs I am on organizingguru.com. Uh, you can, that is my home base. <laughs> uh, I'm everywhere on every social media channel. 
Samantha Pointer, Samantha Pointer Fox, um, at Organizing Guru on Facebook, um, SPE underscore automates on Instagram, Sam automates on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything used to be Organizing Guru, and then I was like, eh, I got to get away from that you know because that was tied to when i was organizing <laughs> and i was getting people still coming to me talking about organizing i'm like mm. uh, <laughs> I, I, I kind of don't do that much anymore someone like okay what type of organized guru are you then <laughs> right right <laughs> So you, you can definitely, if you go to organizingguru.com, everything's listed there. You can get in touch with me there. Awesome. Awesome. Ah, Samantha, I have to say thank you for thank coming you on for today. Oh this no. Fun. Yeah. Outstanding. Love it. Like <laughs> and you challenge me. Now I have to show up on YouTube all the time now. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you this now. Yeah, I I will subscribe to your okay. YouTube channel if I don't see anything. Oh, send your message like, "Hey, where are you?" Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'll give you a month. I just say, "Hey, what's going on?" Just be like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, get out of your feelings. Come on, right? <laughs> <laughs> From behind the computer, make us a video. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Let me just say thank you, Samantha. It's been a pleasure. It's been a joy. Thank you. No worries. No worries. And I'd like to say thank you to you, my friends, my life warriors out there. Ah, please stay safe, stay well, be awesome, be excellent, be fantastic, be all the positive bees you can be in this world and then some. Have a great day. Peace. <laughs> and we are